0: Hey, everyone, Sarah Peck here, and this is the Startup Pregnant Podcast. Something that can be really challenging when you are either a busy person working, a busy entrepreneur, or you're in a leadership position, or when you're a new mom is staying in touch with people on a regular basis. And I wanted to talk today about a gratitude practice that I have that helps Um, helps when I'm feeling the worst, and it helps me stay in touch with people. So I can't wait to share it with you. Welcome to the Startup Pregnant Podcast, where we talk to creative leaders about what it means to be an entrepreneur and a parent. I'm your host, Sarah K. Peck. Before we get started today, I want to tell you all about the mastermind that we're putting together for the Startup Pregnant community. One of the things that has changed my life the most, this is Sarah talking, my personal life, is being part of communities of women and entrepreneurs where we get to go really deep. People who hold me accountable, that laugh with me when things go crazy wrong, that cheer on my successes, that feel how painful it is when things don't work, and know how much time and energy it takes to really, really make beautiful work in the world. Community makes all the difference. So at Startup Pregnant, we are launching a mastermind program for Startup Pregnant listeners, for Startup Pregnant women, women who are interested in going deeper around questions about parenting, about motherhood, and about leadership in both business and life. We're launching a small private beta version of the mastermind this summer in June 2018. And if you would like to apply to join the mastermind, Go to startuppregnant.com slash mastermind so that you can get on the list. And when you put your name on the list, I will send you more details about how the program works and what we're looking for and how to apply. So that link, again, is startuppregnant.com on our website slash mastermind. And you can also find it in our main navigation. So go put your name on the list so that you can get more details and apply if this is something that sounds right for you. We live in a world that's hungry for connection, for friendship, and for kindred spirits to be in our lives. And the confluence of being really busy and having businesses that expand and take up space and being parents, which is a thankless and also never-ending job, is that it can be really hard to stay in touch with people and to prioritize friendship. And then when you layer on top of that social media is this like false window into connection. It's not always good for connection, but sometimes it's just this foyeristic look at other people's lives without actually getting into the intimacy and the connection that's really important. It can end up that you're in this really strange place where you feel like you're in touch with a lot of people, but you're not actually having the sustaining, fulfilling connections that we all crave. As humans, we are born to be connected to each other. We depend on each other and we rely on each other. So today I want to talk about a teeny tiny practice that can be really useful in in just turning your day around. I know for me personally, I can definitely have days where I'm way too isolated and I get too into my head and I don't spend enough time with people. And then I make the mistake of going on some form of social media and reading through what everyone else is doing, but never actually making time for true connection. This is like a gratitude practice, but applied to friends. It's like 10 gratitudes, but how to reconnect with other people on a regular basis. And I'll give you the word for word scripts that i use you can use them cuz they're not innovative words but they can be really helpful if you don't know what to say so one of the things i love to do is if i'm really feeling crappy and mind you this doesn't happen immediately sometimes i have two or three crappy days in a row and then on the fourth day i'm like oh though i should have done this like i should have just reached out to people and i try to practice it because like anything you practice it gets better with practice you have to exercise not just the muscles in your body but the relationships and the habits in your brain so that things become second nature. So in the beginning, it might not feel normal, but I can almost pretty much promise you that if you do this 30, 40, 50 times, it starts to become part of you and your process and it feels a lot easier. The trick here is to be proactive in a really simple way. So instead of using the scroll on Facebook, and I highly recommend, there's a Chrome extension and some other tools called Newsfeed Eradicator for Facebook and it blocks the newsfeed. I definitely install that from time to time when I'm trying to focus. Reaching out and sending people short messages, whether it's on Facebook or it's by email or it's through a text messaging application or it's on Twitter. Reaching out and sending something as short as a sentence. If you're proactive and you do 10 touches or 10 outreaches, maybe it's 10 a week. Maybe it's one a day for a week and you just see how it makes you feel. Usually what happens when I tell people this is that they get stuck. Well, what the heck am I going to say to people? Don't worry. I'll tell you exactly what to say, and I do guarantee it does get fun. Why does this work? What's really nice is it's nice when other people recognize you. It's really nice when other people make the first move. And it's nice to be acknowledged. It's nice to be noticed. These are all things that make us feel great. So 90% of the time when you reach out to people, they are going to feel good. And you can always gut check and read your message and say, would I enjoy receiving this? And if the answer is yes, then by all means, send away here's my first example. This came from a friend of mine who I hadn't talked to her in like 10 years. We fell out of touch and she sent me a text message because we have each other's phone numbers. And she goes, hey, hey, long time, no talk. I've been listening to your podcast and I just wanted to say how nice it is to hear your voice. That was it. Just one sentence in a text message. And I swear that made my day. You can do the same thing for your friends. If your friends have blogs or books, or they've posted photos of their kids on social media, or they just moved to a new place. You say, hey, I haven't talked to you in ages, but your kiddos are so adorable and I hope mom life is treating you well. Or, hey, it's been ages since we've chatted, but I wanted to say how glad I am that we're friends and I hope that everything is going all right for you. So one key trick of all of these things is you're not actually making an ask or a request. Sometimes that can be stressful on people, trying to coordinate time or trying to say like, hey, I want to rekindle this friendship and I want it to start right now. And it has to involve lots of scheduling and coordination. That can be sometimes too much or overwhelming for people. It's really nice, though, just to be noticed. So these first little connection points are just breaking the ice. And you're just saying, hey, I noticed something about you. And I wanted to say congratulations, or how cool, or I hope everything is going well. That's it. So in another example, there were two college friends of mine that I hadn't talked to in ages. And I love them both. We were all on swim team together. I mean, I've been out of college for a while, which feels strange to say because it's one of those things where you're like, that's not going to happen to me. But of course it happens to you. It's been a decade or more, definitely more because I went to my 10-year reunion and I felt weird and I was making up all these stories in my head like, They've been friends for years now, and I goofed and I messed up, and I should have stayed in better touch, and blah, blah, blah. And I had to get out of my own head because those are all stories I'm telling myself. And I reached out to them. And the thing that got me to reach out to them was because they became parents before I did, and we all have little boys. And I wanted advice. I was like, So, how do you do it? So, this is the second kind of script or tool that can work really well when you're making contact with somebody else. And it's asking for specific advice. And note that I said specific, because I think asking for just like carte blanche advice about something way too general can be like, it's harder to answer. If somebody, you know, emailed you and said, hey, I want your philosophy on the future of media, you'd be like, whoa, that might be a hard question to answer, unless that's exactly what the person does for a living. But you can ask shorter questions about really specific advice. Here's an example. Like what I did, this happened right after I gave birth. I realized I had a tremendous number of questions and I was super struggling. And I was struggling with breastfeeding. I didn't know the ins and outs of daycare. And there are other things that I just didn't really like sleep. was also something I was like, ah, what does it do? So I picked four or five people. I hadn't talked to them in ages, but I knew they were parents. And I sent them a text message being like, Hey, I haven't talked to you in ages, but I am trying to figure out what to do with daycare. Can you tell me whether or not you put your kids in daycare and how you did it and how old they were? And always these people were so nice. Like people are so kind. Either their phone numbers changed and they're not going to get back to you because they'd never got the message or they're going to write back and be glad you asked. The more specific, the better. Another set of girlfriends I just wrote to and I said, I am having the darndest time figuring out breastfeeding. Can you tell me, did you do it? Did it work? How long did it last? And I had responses all over the place. Some people, they said, you know, I'm so sorry you're struggling. It worked for me and it was pretty easy and I know that's not the case for everyone. So I don't have great advice to give you, but like, good luck and I'm thinking about you. It felt good even to get that back because they had heard me, they knew I was struggling, they were thinking about me, and they were able to shrug and be like, I don't have the best advice for you, but I'm like, good luck, mama. And then another friend texted me and said, oh, lordy, like, I made it three months with the first and one month with the second, and it was the hardest thing I'd ever done in the world. And I got this whole range of responses, and just hearing these stories made me feel less insane, really less crazy. So that point of contact, me reaching out, led to so much more. And it wasn't an extended conversation for days and days and days. It was just the occasional text message. The trick is here is to be really specific. People generally like connection and they like being useful. With the exception of people who are hyper busy and overwhelmed, in which case they may have an autoresponder on or a filter that's just like, I can't help you right now. Or let me send you this link or this book. You know, I don't have a lot of advice, but this book helped is a great strategy for super busy people if you get too many inbound requests. But people love connection and they love being useful. So if you ask them a specific question about their lives or something that you know that they might know about, It's so much better than a like on Facebook or retweet on Twitter, which isn't actually connection. So some caveats here. Let me just add some boundaries. I know from personal experience that when people message me, if you use the phrase, pick my brain, or your response is like just open-ended, or you want to chat about everything and anything, I end up feeling lost and overwhelmed. And my reaction is, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. Just my panic reaction goes in because I don't know if I have time to devote to everything I want to do. But if you ask something so specific and relevant to like right now, and I know that I can be really useful for you, even if I'm busy or swamped, I have this archive of 500 essays and now I'm going to have this archive of podcasts. And I write back and I say, I love this question. I totally know where you're coming from. It's such an important one. And I wrote a whole essay about it over here and I send them the link. And I say, I hope that's helpful. I also love so-and-so who has a great book on it. They're geniuses. Often when I get questions, I can either refer somebody to someone I know or send them a quick note with my answer. And if I haven't answered it yet, this is a great way to say no. I say, hey, I don't have time to answer this in full right now because my email inbox is exploding, but I'm going to add it to my research folder to write about. And I'd love to write more in a place that doesn't just help you, but helps a lot of people. Thank you so much for sending me the question. And that I do. I save them in my Evernote folder. And then as I'm going through my writing process, I write pieces based on what people have asked me because I know that somebody wants this information and I'm like beyond delighted to write about it. And then I also usually save their name in an email. And so even if it takes me six months to write about it and then get back to them, I say, hey, I finally wrote that blog post. (laughs) Here's all the answers I have. It just took me a beat and a half to get back to you because I'm like in between toddlers and kids and all of those things. When you reconnect with people on a regular basis, go ahead and use those tools that you love. Just turn them around and give yourself a goal of just making 10 touches this month. People you haven't talked to in a long time. And try one of my scripts. Either the first one, which is just recognizing someone and something they're going through, like, hey, I saw your post about blank and wanted to say congrats on the new kids. They're gorgeous, and I hope you're adjusting to mom life well. Or the second one, when you ask somebody a really specific question. For both of them, be honest, be genuine, make sure that it's coming from a place of wholeheartedness. But if you send someone a question and you say, hey, you seem like a super expert on this, or, They don't even have to be experts. They're just friends like all of us. We're all humans. And you say, I am trying to figure out how to get better at calendaring my day. Do you have any strategies you love? You seem really organized. Chances are they'll love geeking out with you. And it's so much easier to start a connection around a specific question or a specific topic. Those are my recommendations for reconnecting with people on a regular basis, especially if you work from home, you're a freelancer, you're an entrepreneur, you're a mom. This can be hard to do. And I find it can be something that I can bake into the kind of frenzy of the day. Like if I'm cooking dinner and I'm waiting 10 minutes for something to boil or stir or simmer and I've got a few minutes, I pop on my phone at 5 p.m. I text a few people. I just tell them that I'm thinking about them. And it comes back. You know, I'm having a hard day a week later and a friend writes back and says, hey, sorry, I was like having a rough spot last week, but like here's the answer. And I get to maintain contact with people I love or rekindle connections with people that I think are awesome and I haven't talked to in ages. And for me, that is one of the ways that I use social media that actually feels quite good. So hope that helps. And thanks as always for listening. I'll see you on the next episode. All right, everyone, just a reminder that if you want to learn more about the mastermind we're putting together for Startup Pregnant, it's an amazing community support space for women to connect with each other about entrepreneurship and parenting. We're doing the beta around this summer, so you can find out a lot more about the program over on our website, startuppregnant.com slash mastermind. Get your name on the list so that I can send you information about it because we're putting together a small pilot group for a group of women this summer. We would love to have you there. One more ask, if you are listening to this and you are enjoying all of these episodes, we are looking for more sponsors for the episodes. In particular, we are doing a campaign for listener-backed radio, which means you listening. If you wanna contribute $5 or $10 a month because this podcast is meaningful and worth it to you, that actually makes a huge difference for us. We're doing a big campaign right now to keep going with all of our mini episodes and we can't do it without you. We've got cost to cover and editors to pay for and a whole bunch of things that it takes to make this work. So. This has been an experiment, the entire Startup Pregnant project. And if you want to see it keep going and you want it to keep growing, we would love your support. Every dollar helps in these early days, as you know, as a founder and as a business owner and as a mom. So if you've got any spare change and you want to contribute a cup of coffee our way, head to patreon.com startuppregnant startup pregnant. The link will be in the show notes as always. And it means a, a tremendous amount to us to have the support of so many of you already. We're trying to reach our goal to keep the mini episodes going. So um, go donate a cup of coffee and thank you in advance from the bottom of my heart because I love having these conversations and being able to bring this work into the world. Thank you so much for being a listener of the show. A few more things before we end this episode. First, if you know of a woman or a friend that would benefit from this show, send them a link to our website at startuppregnant.com. So many of you have already reached out and shared your stories, what this podcast is doing for you. And for that, I am so grateful. So if you know of somebody that would love to listen in, or you think that these stories would really hit it home for somebody, feel free to send it along. Second, if you've got a story that you need to share or tell, head over to startuppregnant.com and send us a note. We have had so much reader mail already, and your stories mean the world to us. We are proudly listener-sponsored, so if you want to sponsor the show and hear more episodes, head over to our Patreon page, and you can buy us a cup of coffee, or two, or three. We'll take many cups of coffee. If you want any of the show notes or links from this particular episode, all of the references and tools and tips that we talk about are always posted on startuppregnant.com. Thanks so much for listening, and I will see you on the next episode.